Uh, welcome to the According to Social Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Williams. Welcome to the show. I know it's been a long time. Um, but we back. shouldn't have left you. Yeah, we shouldn't have left you. But we back. Uh, no Rob today. It's me, Chris, Devin. Chris, say hello to the people. What's going on, people? Missed you. Devin, say hello to the people. Yeah, yeah, what's good? Yeah, you can't depend on dark-skinned folks. because. It, hey, you, wait, you, wait, you, what? You, 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 you depending on Rob to show up. You know, wait, wait, wait. We'll be wait, here wait, waiting wait. all motherfucking night, so. You know, this is this is ludicrous. This is blasphemous. <laughs> I'm on my Stephen A. <laughs> but, but I'm going to let it, I'm going to let it slide, and we're going to keep it moving. So before we were, we were, me, Devin, and Chris were having a conversation um, before before we jumped on, we were talking about Lonzo Ball. Um, Lonzo, I think, is averaging a single, a sing, a, a triple single right now. Wait, wait, what? That's what he's doing. Is I think it's a triple single at this at this point in time, and I think a lot of people are on, on Lonzo's back. But I mean, you know, I think we should give him some time. But uh, Chris, you sounded like you want to jump in immediately. Go ahead. <laughs> what do you got to say about Lonzo and his triple single? Uh, <laughs> I can't get over the triple single part, man. I don't know. You, you would think someone in his in his predicament would try to avoid any type of blowback against him at all. But it's like the the ball family seeks negative attention, so they just thrive off of it. I mean, I understand bad press is good press. Like, there's no such thing as bad press. But at the same time, man, come on. Like, so what, what are you? Easy. What are you talking about? So what are you talking about, Chris? For the people who don't know, because I know what you're talking about. But what is it that you're getting at? What is he? What did Lonzo do that 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 uh that you're talking about? This man put his face on the uh, Nas album cover and then put on a hoodie, walking into Madison Square Garden, like you're not trying to get shot after the game. Yeah, <laughs> he, he didn't he say he put the Migos uh, or Lil Uzi Vert or somebody above uh. Above Nas, isn't that above what Nas? Is? Yeah, yeah, above Nas. And then he puts his face on the on the the, the Illmatic, classic Illmatic. Illmatic. Comedy. We're not talking about Fifty Cent. We're not talking about Buster Rhymes. We're talking about Nas. Man, Rob Rob is gonna go at your go at your head if he was in here and he heard you talking about Buster. But that's another <laughs> show for another <laughs> for another time. You know, I think Trevor. okay, it's stupid. It's stupid for him. Right, but you know, I can't even say it's stupid. I mean, look at it. He's a 19 year old kid. What the hell does he know about Nas? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I understand it. I understand it. He's probably, I mean, those are the people of his time. That's the music he listens to. He doesn't really want to think about a lot when he's listening to his music. So he's, you know, he, I'm, I'm listening to Migos, and that's fine, or Future. And that's cool. I listen to all of that shit too. But I'm just not, I mean, I'm, but I'm 34. I'm about to be 35 years old. So, like, my. My palate, like my palate, is different from here, so I understand it. I ain't gonna shoot him for it. But putting your face on the on the, on the cover after you said, you know, you don't really rock with Nas, yeah, that's kind of weird. I think that's just stupid. I think he's a product of his Harambe loving generation. Like that's what I call these kids nowadays, the Harambe types. Like they, they I mean, they they find so much value in BS music. Like Lil Uzi Vert. Uh, what's the other kid's name, man? Um, 21 Savage. Dredge. Lil Yachty. Uh, oh, yeah, Lil 21 Yachty. Savage. Uh, three of them alone. 
I mean, they adore them. Like they, they got a following. And it's, and I always just, I remember one day I was like, let me listen. Let me just, let me just see what this is about. And, you know, maybe I can get into it and see what the hype is. I couldn't do it. I couldn't go one song. Usually I could be like, oh no, maybe I just ride the beat for a little bit. No, I couldn't do it. Could not do it. <laughs> I, I can listen to some 21, depending on my mood. You know, but it's mostly because of the beats, and it's not really what he's saying because what he's saying is generally trash. But I can listen to some Twenty One, like if I'm like in a mood, like when I'm in Vegas and Twenty One come on, it's like you know we in the club, we you know we trying to you know yeah. <laughs> we trying to do our thing. So I kinda, yeah, I understand it, but you know I think Lonzo just needs to chill out a little bit. But you know we're talking about the Ball family, and you said something about uh, the Lakers talking to um. To Lavar, what what is it that they were talking to Lavar about? So apparently, to, I'm not sure if it was tonight after the game or did they win tonight or uh, did they lose earlier in today? They lost. They, they lost. lost in overtime. Uh, so apparently, they've reached out to Lavar front office. I'm assuming that's Magic. Magic and uh, I forgot the other Lincoln. gentleman's name. Yeah, they, they probably reached out to him and they're like, "Hey, tone it down." Uh tone down, you know, the trash talking about Luke Walton saying that your son needs to be coached this way. That's how far this has gone. Like, we we tripping about one dude. Like, I remember, you know who this reminds me of a little bit? It reminds me of Barry Sanders' pops. Um, If anybody remembers, probably some of our older cats that listen to us, when Barry Sanders first came in the league, his dad was basically his agent. He was in the locker room talking to the media with his son. And Barry Sanders is an already uh, introverted person who doesn't speak much at all. His dad did all the talking. At one point, it was just like, all right, dude, like this is enough. This like, is enough. We've had enough of this this entire Animal House thing that we're doing here with you. Just get the fuck out. And yeah. that's, I, that's probably what they need to say to LeVar. I think um, – the whole my son needs to be coached this way. That was he was shooting his shot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like mm-hmm. maybe if I throw this out there, it'll be it'll be a thing. He was just taking. He was just trying to test the waters a little bit, and I think he, re, you know, with them reaching out to him, he realized that he may have overstepped his boundaries uh, just a bit. Um, I am not the you know a Levar Ball hater. I don't really care one way or the other about him. But I do think he needs to chill out a little bit. And I think the only way he will is if Lonzo tells him to. Like, I understand that's your father, but Lonzo needs to tell him, like, man, look, I, you know, I'm 19, I'm in the NBA. Like, you got to let me grow on my own. Like, he, he really needs to be more concerned with uh, LiAngelo thieving ass and, uh, <laughs> and, and LaMelo and, you know, trying to – because, I mean, I, I think, obviously, do we all agree that LiAngelo is never going to touch an NBA court? Never. Okay. We he all agree. Touch it. <laughs> he got close tonight, sitting on the front row. Oh, they let him on the front row? <laughs> I, yeah. I, I think mom, it, mom, international dad, felons were allowed uh, – Yeah, you're not lying. Mom, allowed dad, and, uh, and mom, dad, and the boys were sitting on the front row. That's cute. But yeah, he's never like okay. But Lamelo may, you know, yeah, may if Lame- he stops acting like Lame- Lame- Man, uh, I, I I I get that a strong maybe too. 
That's but those are the things. Those are the things that he needs to be working with Lamelo on. Like you cannot take these shots. These are the shots. Like if you're going to be in there, like a real, like real basketball player, right? You can't do the things that you're doing. He's more concerned with like all his other shit that I, you know, don't necessarily understand. But you know, talking about um about how Luke Walton is coaching and all this other stuff. And I think LeVar has a lot of other things that he could really be um, focusing on. Like, okay, you got, you got Lonzo to the league. You don't like, he's good. Like you got to let him go. You got him to the league. It's time for you to work on your other two boys, especially the one that can't stop shoplifting in foreign, <laughs> foreign countries. <laughs> <laughs> Still the dumbest like, shit I ever heard. I remember like, when that news came out. I was it's that China, out. I, was like, I was like, is this for real or is this like some type of, you know, media takeout type shit? <laughs> like, you gotta be a real fucking idiot to, especially in any Asian country, like anything in Asia, you should not be doing. They are serious about that shit, yo. Like, really, really serious about it. Now, what is it like a uh, like a ninety nine point nine 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 percent chance of conviction? Yeah, it is. Oh, absolutely. Sam, you're a black man in China stealing. You asking for it? You are asking for trouble. So it was. It shouldn't have come as no surprise that what happened to him happened. Uh, but those are the things that I think that Lavar should be really focusing on, and not focusing on what's going on with the Lakers. This dude is already in the league. He's your success story. Go someplace else. Go to someone else. Work on Lamelo. Work on Leangelo. Don't worry about any any, you know, Lonzo. Let Lonzo be Lonzo. He got there. He got to the lead for a reason. Now you got to let him grow. These other two dudes aren't there, and one of them damn sure ain't getting there. Like Leangelo would have probably been better off uh, as a tight end. Mm-hmm. Maybe like six four, two thirty five. Yeah, like he's that. pretty big. Yeah, he's a big kid. But just because you can shoot don't mean you should be, you know. So. You know who he reminds me of? Gronk? Like a cross between Anthony Bennett and J.J. Hickson. Hey, man, J.J. Hickson was at work, boy. You put him, yeah, I'll say, J.J. dunk on you. He'd uh, hit a couple mid-range jump shots. Like, J.J. It was was decent, man. Anthony Bennett on the other hand. Boy, you know. J.J. Bennett on a Thibodeau team, boy, he'd have been working. You just mixed them two dudes together and made a whole new person. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them would have been working. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Anthony Bennett didn't have any redeeming qualities as a uh, as a basketball player, so no, I'm not sure about him. I don't know what he could do. I mean, a 6'8 power forward in today's game, what you going to do with that? Not a damn thing. <laughs> He's not LeBron. He couldn't dribble. He couldn't shoot. Um, I don't. Couldn't I mean, rebound. He couldn't rebound. You and he. Uh, it seemed like uh, at the beginning of his career, he was injured a lot too. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the, the Cavaliers made a, a huge mistake with that one. But then again, the Cavaliers have made a lot of huge mistakes. So it shouldn't come as like some surprise that they would have made one before LeBron went back. So we're in the Western Conference. I think we should stay there. Thunder up or or thunder down? (laughs) What's going on? Who's to blame for what's happening in OKC? Is it Russ? I think – no, no, no. I think it's um, purely 
I think it's purely a lack of organization. And for the longest times, I've been trying to make excuses for Billy Donovan, but uh, man, I'm. Right, I have out a question ideas. for you. I have a question for you. This is the second coach in Russell uh, in Russ's uh, career where we've tried to blame the coach for not organizing the team because we said the same thing when um when Scott Brooks was the coach. It's like the problem was that the coaching was bad or something. Scott along Brooks those is getting lines. my damn nerves. I understand. I understand. He gets on your nerves. But what I'm what I'm saying is, at Ooh. some point, we have to we have to come to a conclusion that maybe it is the uh, the person, the personnel. And if we look at it, the only thing that's you know like a common denominator between these two particular coaches is Russell Westbrook. Like I am a huge Russ fan, right? Like I, I'm a huge Russ fan, huge Russ fan. But he has some problems, man. Like I put a status up on um on on Facebook, and it was mostly to trigger this OKC fan that I'm friends with. But it was like Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo left Russell Westbrook and went crazy, and mm-hmm. PG thirteen went to Russell Westbrook and become Andre Roberson. Like that. <laughs> Whose fault is it that that he's Andre Roberson? It's not like PG thirteen is a good basketball player. He didn't come here and forget how to play basketball. He came here and somebody is forgetting to use him in in, in effective ways. I think, you know, that that last game they won, they uh, they they beat somebody. I can't remember who it was, but I look like you look up and Russell Westbrook is like six for twenty four and. One for twelve on threes. It's like, why the fuck is Russell Westbrook still taking twelve threes? And he has Melo, and he has um, he got Melo, he got PG thirteen, and these you look up and these guys are taking like what two, three, four shots in a quarter. He's taking like eight. Like something is wrong there, right? Or, or am I tripping? No, I, I agree. What do you think? I mean, go ahead, Chris. <sighs> Dre made a real good point about the fact that this has been the second coach that people blame for OKC's not necessarily failures, just their the disarray. I mean, when I first saw that they were getting these two dudes, I mean, Melo and uh, PG-13 at the same time, I was like, you know what? For y'all stars on one team, they should be good. But it's not. It's not. There's only so much time on the clock for this many players to get this amount of touches. You know, and I mean, for this to work, I think Melo got to come off the bench. It would probably be helpful, right? Yeah. I mean, considering what D-Wade did, and he came off the bench, and look how much better Cleveland's been offensively and defensively. I mean, JR is not the prototypical number two, but he fits in that system really well. I think I, you're I right. Also think, I also think that Russ is used to playing with somebody who can, like, when he had KD, KD was, he's really athletic. And he can not exactly run the floor with Russ in a sense of speed and, you know, and power, but he could keep up with him in a sense of stretching, moving the floor. I feel like Carmelo and, um, Carmelo and, uh, and PG are more half court based players on like a team that values like ball movement in the half court, you know, spot up jumpers on the mid range coming off of screens rather than everything. And that offense in OKC is based off of, we have to be fast. 
get back on defense quick, and you know just score as many points as possible. You know what? You might because be right about that. Because there's a lot of plays where often they – it's not like they're just standing there waiting for the ball to come to them. They're just you, you, doing things that they're used to doing in a half-court offense rather than trying – everybody moving at the same time. Like, I couldn't see Carmelo playing on the Golden State Warriors. No, not at all. It, 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 it wouldn't make sense in a sense of, like, the way his – the way his game is set up, it just doesn't work like that. PG, I could see it. Uh, he's athletic enough to play with them. But – it, like they they just don't match Russ. Like I understand that they're they have the names that they have, but that just because they have the names, that doesn't mean that they always match. I agree. Me and my brother were talking about it. Like I I didn't know how it was going to work out. I thought that it would be working out a lot better than this, but um, <clears throat> I was interested to see how they were going to make it work for better or for worse, I suppose. But it doesn't seem like it's working at all. Because you have, like, last year it made sense. And I'll say this. I thought last year that OKC was a hell of a lot better than people gave them credit for being, like, talent-wise. That team had talent on it. It wasn't like they were devoid of guys that could score, rebound, shoot the ball. Like, they weren't devoid of that. Like, a guy doesn't play that well when a te- on a team that isn't good. Um, you know what I'm saying? So... The idea that they were on, like they were bad, and Russ was like carrying them. Like he was the MVP, definitely. Mm-hmm. But that team wasn't bad. But right. it also made sense for him to take as many shots as he did sometime and do some of the things that he's doing that he did last year. It made sense. This year it doesn't. It doesn't make sense for him to play with this team the same way that he played with last year's team. But he's doing it. He's playing with this team as though this is the same team from last year. Right. And it's and stupid. He has to carry most of the load. It's stupid as hell. And that is like, that's IQ. That's an IQ thing. Mm-hmm. And like, of course, some games, Russ is just going to go off and they're just going to win. But they're 12 and 14 right now. And you can't tell me that anybody expected for them to be 12 and 14 at this point in the game. Like, nope, nobody expected that. Like, I didn't expect for them to be to have the best record in the league, but I expect them to be a hell of a lot better than they are right now. And the the fact that they aren't is just crazy to me. And I think a lot of it has to do with the way the rest is playing basketball. He's selfish. No. He's always been selfish. Always been selfish. And uh, it just hasn't always been as noticeable. But this this year, it is really noticeable when you play with <laughs> guys like that. And you were taking all these dumb. I mean, he was one for 12 on threes. Why are you taking 12 three-pointers in a game? Like, once I get to, like, I'm, I'm one for six or 0 for six or 0 for seven, I'm like, man, you know what? Maybe I need to slow down on these three-pointers. Not Russ. <laughs> Maybe I need to go to the home more. Right? Smartest thing Charles Barkley has ever said in his life. <laughs> I mean, it's the smartest thing it's, it's, Charles it's different Barkley. though because I mean, we we talked about this like all the time and um in the thread on Twitter, which is me. It's a lot of people jumping on the thread. It's real cool, but um, Russ's style of play does not it doesn't equate to success. Not if he's the the the. The guy, and I always had a problem with people saying that he was the man on those OKC teams. Like it was not a mistake or a coincidence that when he went out, mm-hmm. 
Kevin Durant became the MVP of the league. That team, and it, it was not a coincidence that when he was out, the team looked better than when KD was out. I understand everybody hates Kevin Durant right now. I don't. He's my favorite player in the league. But I understand it. I understand it. But Kevin Durant is a better basketball player than Russell Westbrook. It may not be more exciting to watch, but he's a better player. He's a smarter player. He's okay. better. Yeah, Kevin Durant, is much, he's a much better basketball player than Russell Westbrook. Like Wait, it's, that's, it, that's a debate. <laughs> yeah, people actually like the whole alpha dog nonsense. Like, like everybody talks that alpha dog cra- uh, nonsense and that crap. It's garbage. It's an alpha dog that got his team to the NBA Finals, and in the NBA Finals, he averaged like thirty points and eight rebounds and five assists. And I think he averaged even more than thirty points, and he shot over fifty percent. Like the idea that Kevin Durant did not perform in the finals against uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, the Miami Heat is bullshit. He put up numbers. He did it efficiently. He got his team to the NBA finals. That's what you asked for your, your alpha dogs to do, right? He did it. So I don't understand that idea. And people seem to believe that he didn't want the pressure and that Russell Westbrook was the, was the alpha dog. I just think he was smart enough to know that you need to be, a little bit, uh, you, you need to parse the way you play the game when you have a guy like Russell Westbrook. And I don't think Russell Westbrook has figured out how to parse his game to fit other people into it. Like, you have two other guys that can score the basketball, and you should not be trying to score the basketball as much as you do from the point guard position. Not anymore. Now it's time for you to be, like, a, an actual point guard and not just hunt assists, actually get assists and make it so that it's within the confines of the offense. And he just doesn't do that. He just doesn't. You know, Dre, you made a you made a really good point right there. The fact that Russell Westbrook doesn't I mean, yeah, let's say he'll end the game with like twelve assists, but is he really passing to get twelve assists or is he actually passing to pass? He's passing, he's passing to, to get assists. Yeah, he's, he's passing, passing to get assists. Assist. And and you know what? <clears throat> Dre, you said it earlier and I was like and I thought about it for a second. You can actually be selfish and still get assists. Yes. 100%. And that's what he does. And a lot of the stuff, man, it, the shit that really bothers me is I love Russ's mentality, this whole why not, even though I feel like he stole that shit from D. Rose. He did say it from D. Rose. <laughs> yeah, he did. And I, I love that whole mentality. Kids, I love things that can motivate children to make them strive to be better. But – I still need to see some shit on the court. And what I see on the court from him all the time is force. Everything is so forced. I mean, trying to just, you know, master you guys to drive through the lane. Most of the time, now anybody else that's effective at doing that, like a James Harden, D. Rose in his prime, Tony Parker is actually really good at doing it when he has his legs underneath him. You can get to the lane. If you don't make you the mean shot. The, you mean that scoring guard, Tony Parker? Ex- that's a whole nother <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Anyways, uh, all these guys that can do it effectively, and when they do it, it doesn't look forced. And what I mean by that is they can go to the lane, they can drive. If they don't get the shot, they're good enough to maneuver themselves to where they get fouled and they can score at the free throw line. Russ tries to do that, and what ends up happening is it's a turnover where he's trying so hard to sell that he's being fouled if you go in there super hard all the time and you're ferocious, the refs aren't always going to give you that foul because they feel that you can man up and take it. 
It, it, you Max saw that early. You saw it early in yeah. D Rose's career when D, when LeBron started when he first came into the league and he started driving. They weren't giving him that. The same thing when Dwight Howard was in his prime. A lot of those times they didn't give him those calls, and they learned to adapt their game. I haven't seen that from Russ. I've just seen a lot of a lot of silly jump shots. When you look at the score sheet at the end of the night, you most people they just look at the points. They don't look at the free throw. I mean, I'm sorry, the uh, the field goal percentage to see how many shots he took, and they're outrageous. It's that's true. The only way it's going to work is if he changes his game. I, I I do agree with you, Chris. That it would look better if um, Melo came off the bench, but you have to see change from other people as well in the personnel. That that's actually going to be. He's the leader. That, that it's actually going to work. As the leader, he needs to figure out a way for his team to succeed. And he has yet to do that. He's He hasn't figured it out because he doesn't know how to play with other people. That's why really the offense look like you take a turn, I take a turn when he had um, KD. That's yeah. why uh, when he had Oladipo, he didn't know how to use Oladipo. And that's why Oladipo went to Indiana. Oladipo's just losing his goddamn mind. Uh, let's correct that. He's losing his damn mind because Brian Miles throwing that back. Let's let's correct that for the And that might be true as well, but uh I, I don't think having Russ uh helped his helped his career. But as a as a as an MVP, he's supposed to lift the play of the players around him, and he definitely didn't do that with Oladipo. He's not lifting the play of PG thirteen. He's not lifting the play of Melo, and it's showing in the um in the wins and losses. Uh, you take a look at a guy like okay, I ask y'all a question. Head up, do you want James Harden or do you want Russell Westbrook? James Harden. I want James Harden. Like a uh, hundred times out of a hundred, James Harden is winning. God damn it, he's winning these games, and I'm and and I, and, and I like the way he's winning. He's actually figured out a way to manipulate his game to help Chris Paul fit into what it is that they're trying to do. And it fits like a glove. And it's been fitting like a glove. They haven't lost. They've won 10 straight. They haven't lost a game with Chris Paul. So you say that, Drew. I'm going to ask you a question. Would you say that Russ would – you, would you say Russ's play scared James Harden's way to getting traded? No, uh, that was all uh, Presty. That was all Presty. And I know he regrets it every day. I know he does. Man. He, he valued Ibaka over James Harden. Yeah, they had, given, they had just given uh, Serge Ibaka all that money. But what they didn't know about Serge Ibaka is that he was 40 years old. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, the hardest finesse. <laughs> you cannot trust anybody from the continent. You can't trust any of their age. I heard that Manute Bowl was like 50 yeah, still playing in the NBA. Yeah, they said he was like 50 or 60 years old and he was still playing. Still playing in the NBA. Seven, what was he, 7-7? Seven, seven? I can believe it. So I don't trust Serge Ibaka uh, when they said he was 25. He was probably 29. And they gave him all that money and then it blew up in their face because he was no longer uh, good enough to warrant having that money. And that that's what it is. Uh, and then they didn't have the money to pay James Harden. The crazy thing about it is it was similar to like the Jimmy Butler thing, but they were only off by like a couple million dollars, but that couple million dollars for them 
would have been like triple or quadruple or something like that when it comes to their uh, salary cap, which is mm-hmm. why they didn't want to give them the money. And that's why they traded them. And mm-hmm. like, you know, it, it's understandable, but if you look back at it, these guys, I, and I personally think James Harden is MVP this year. These dudes, uh, that team, they have three guys that have, you know, that were potentially MVPs. And that's just crazy that none of them, that only one of them is on the team now. Um, but we were talking about Houston. Yeah. We are talking about Houston. Just this is for you. The boys <laughs> is playing, man. Hey, the boys are playing, um, and it looks really, really good. Uh, everything seems to fit. But that's the thing with a Mike D'Antoni coached offensive team. It always, except for the Lakers, except for the Lakers, they didn't fit at all. But they didn't you know, fit at all. <laughs> Mike D'Antoni teams. Dumbass Dwight Howard. <laughs> Mike D'Antoni teams always look good offensively. And, well, and that New York team. That New York team didn't look good either. Yeah. Uh, but when they have uh, actual guys that are willing to share the ball, can shoot, can run the floor, they always look good. And, you know, you insert Chris Paul and he just – it felt it feels like he just dropped out of no goddamn where, but it always been there. That's how well they yep. run their offense. Like, if you're looking for the antithesis of OKC, it's 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 Houston. They run an offense. They play together. It all looks good. I have a question for you, too. Do they have a chance of beating the Hell, yeah. Oh, hell. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah whoa, you're right. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, you're fucking right. I said it. If they, if, if Buddy can – no, first of all, let me, let me start over. You pump the brakes, the air brakes. If they make an acquisition before the trade deadline for a veteran defensive help to help come off the bench, I truly believe okay. they could beat Golden State. I, I guess I the question is, uh, where, who is this veteran defensive presence that you're talking about? Huh? What'd you say, Chris? Like Drake said, who's his help? Because they already got Biggie Tucker and Lou Mamute. Who's the help? I feel if this fool, uh, DeAndre Jordan, if I, if he start acting up over there in L.A. Yeah, but they, they already got Clint Capella. He he is the, exactly. uh, DeAndre. Man, shit, they'll trade that boy for DeAndre in a second. I mean, they would trade him, I'm sure. Uh, here's the thing with having DeAndre Jordan on the team that you have to play Golden yeah, State. This shit blocks so bad. They cannot... He can't guard anyone on Golden State. That is true. And they can't guard anyone on Golden State, like, as a team. Like, I, I feel like, okay, what you're going to do is you're going to put – I'm assuming you're going to put Chris Paul on on Steph. Steph historically rapes CP3. It's embarrassing. Yeah. It's and then really once that starts happening, who do you put on KD? Like it's just, and but beyond just the not being able to, like, okay, they can they can score with them, but they're not gonna be able to play enough defense to stop them. When, oh, you know, it always comes a point in every game with Golden State, at this point, where their defense just tightens the screws on you. It's keep going, going, Greg. You preaching? I can stop. Yeah, they, they tighten. It's like old school Chicago Bulls or even those Miami teams. They they tighten the screws and then it's like now what, what do you do? I don't think those that that Houston has enough defense on their team to keep up with them defensively. It's not even about the offense. It's about whether or not they can get enough stops 
because Golden State is going to get their stops. They're going to stop you. Sooner or later, you're going to get stopped by, by Golden State. Now, the question is whether or not you can stop them, and I don't think Houston is good enough to stop them. Uh, but maybe they are. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe they will get they DeAndre can't beat Jordan. Them. I could de- I- it'll go six or seven, though. It, it just comes yeah, down it'll go to six or seven. if they could be – if they could be uh, disciplined defensively, because as much I I've been saying this for years, as good as Golden State is offensively, I truly believe they may be better defensively. When it because matters, they in, are in crunch time. These guys, they have some of the best defensive rotation I have ever seen, ever. That's because they of the. That's so because good. of the, your boy that nobody wants yeah, to guess, give any credit yeah, to. Say his name. Yeah. That's because of, uh, your boy DeAndre, uh, I mean uh, um, Draymond, Draymond Green, big mouth. That nobody, yeah, the the what is he a uh, a bit the player, player glue guy? He's a mediocre. I'm not going that far. <laughs> I'm not going that far. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, he uh, defensively he is the most instrumental person on that team. Um, it may, and offensively he's a real instrumental part because he allows them. To the shooters to just be, just yeah, go wherever they want to go. He go, you know, he could run the offense. He's a point. He is a superstar point forward, uh, glue guy. That's why when I, you know, uh, it was funny because we were having that conversation in the thread, and I said that the glue guy for the Miami Heat was fucking Chris Bosh, and people were like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah, like, yeah, he's a superstar, but he was the glue. He was the." The reason why their defense was able to work the way that it worked. He was the reason why their offense was able to work the way that it worked. Because if you remember that first year, um, that first year, the offense for uh, for for Cleveland or Miami wasn't even all that good, and it was mm-hmm. mostly because they didn't have anybody that could spread the floor. When Chris Bosh was able to start hitting three pointers, it was yep. spreading the floor. He kept their offense together, and then on defense, his ability to switch off and play multiple positions, kept their defense together. He was the glue guy. He was the guy that kept that put the entire thing together. He doesn't learn how to shoot threes. Their offense isn't good. He can't switch out and play point guards on pick and roll. Their defense isn't as good. Like, I think uh, people don't realize that, like, you think a glue guy, like you think of Shane Battier. Shane Battier was just like a really good piece to their team. The guy that kept everything together was Chris Bosh, and I'll fight you to the death. I will argue anybody who says differently. We can sit here and argue all goddamn day about it. Matter of fact, you, uh, LeBron, I remember it was a stretch where LeBron and Dwayne Wade, when they, the year they won their second title, LeBron and Dwayne Wade went out for, I think, 12 or 13 games. And those 12 or 13 games, they only lost. Chris Bosch was a, he was Chris Toronto Bosch was, uh, Chris Bosch. He was he was dominated. Toronto Chris Bosch. He was averaging like twenty six and twelve a game. Like he was killing. I think he had like two game winners, one over L, uh, the Clippers and one over the Blazers. He was dominating. Yeah, because that's the type of player that he was. But I mean, the, I I think the the idea of the the glue guy is 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 misconstrued a little bit that people don't believe that a superstar like Scottie Pippen was a glue guy. He was the guy that kept that put that kept the Bulls teams together. Like Michael Jordan was Michael Jordan. But Scottie Pippen was Scottie Pippen. He was their glue guy. He kept everything together. He that's just what he did. And uh, I don't know. That's just the way that I think about this stuff. 
Um, and I don't, I don't know, like we're, to, to go back to what we we're talking about, we we're talking about Houston and whether or not they could be Golden State. Um, I don't know, man. I, I think it, it would take a lot for them to, uh, to beat them. It would take some things going wrong, a lot of things going wrong for Golden State and a lot of things going right for them. Yeah. And I don't see it happening. I got a question for you. Not, th- not this year. Is Kevin Durant still alive? You know, he's been Kevin Durant, I don't I don't think he I don't think Kevin Durant died. I think well, he's in and out because of injuries, and I feel like Steve Kerr is pulling the Popovich where he's resting yeah. those guys. Yeah. Well, that Steph Curry ankle thing was serious. Like that yeah. could have been disastrous for them. I think they got really lucky with that. But I really uh, feel like that Steph Curry injury thing is making his trifling ass expendable. And I will yeah. bask in the glory. If that is that dude is not expendable at all. He is. <laughs> he wow, he I, I don't understand like what it is you have against Steph. You have this thing against him, and it's cool. But there's no way in the world Steph Curry is is dispensable. He is a top three shit. basketball really player am. in the world. He's the greatest the greatest shooter of all time. He's indispensable. I think you missed an I in in front of the dispensable. But <laughs> that's what is is you know I'm st- I'm never gonna get over that. You know, uh, what unanimous MVP vote? Uh, you know, as a, as I mean, he was unanimously fan. the best basketball player. Of the year. I mean, just That's because bullshit. people hold on, just because people were stupid in the past, don't mean they need to be stupid now. Like you know what, they need to go back and revote. They need to <laughs> they need, That's they go go revote. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go back in the past and, and retroactively give Michael Jordan some uh, unanimous MVP. Damn right, I'm mad as hell. I'm, I'm still right. mad about that shit. I'm not gonna disagree with you. Maybe they should go back and unanimously give Michael Jordan some. Never forget, I said, "Ain't this a bitch? Ain't this?" They gave this fool unanimous <laughs> MVP vote. Michael well, Jordan killing. But right. okay, Devin, was he not unanimously the best basketball player? I don't know, man. He was shooting from the moon. I think he deserved it that year, man. He deserved it. He deserved it the following year too. Shit, he, yeah. he was the best player. I mean, it's just it is what it is. But okay, I mean. Uh, best player, I don't know. Because, I mean, every single year you can give it to LeBron. To be honest, no, you could not have given it to LeBron that year. Not no, last you year. could not have. Not <laughs> last. Are you talking about last, last year? The I last three years. Much as I love he was not the best player in the league. His black ass last year. Like I understand the idea, the the idea of LeBron being the the most valuable player. I understand the idea, but we're just talking about on court production and the team's success. Okay, yeah. he was not yeah. the best basketball player the last three years, and that's why he didn't win the MVP. Uh, it, it, Does he it, win another one before he retires? Let me tell you something. Him and James Harden right now, they're they are going neck and neck because they're they going. Are, I, I think. Uh, it's, I, I think after the All Star game, I think James Harden will start to break away because you'll see. I don't really think it's that close to be honest. You don't with think you. so? Nope. I don't. Well, nigga, team you know. success. <laughs> <laughs> team success plus plus um production. If you put Chris the two. He didn't have Chris Paul for like the first month of the season. That's and they true. They were still winning. They were dogging niggas, man. They were dogging. They were still winning. He was still putting up his points, still doing his thing. Brian ain't like, Chris Paul either. Huh? Well, he never had him. <laughs> like it wasn't. He wasn't supposed to be there. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, we we talk about we talk about OKC being this bad, man. Imagine if Cleveland would have actually went out there and got CP3 and Carmelo. Imagine how horrible that lineup would have been, man. Yeah, man. LeBron would have figured out a way to make I, it. I think uh, LeBron would have figured that out because LeBron's. Yeah. It goes back to what Dre said: basketball IQ. LeBron probably has some of the best basketball IQ the game has ever seen, and he doesn't he doesn't rush much as as much as Russ does. Russ, rush. Jesus, you know what? Rush as much as Russ, you know what? That that shit rhymes for a reason. I I said <laughs> when the, when um OKC dra- uh, got uh, Mello, I was like, man, I wish he would have went to Houston, and I still think that would have been the better place for him to go. Houston would have been a better a better fit for him because you have two guys that will pass the ball, and they play in a half court based offense that works. I feel even though D'Antoni has a history of just running gun offense, that feels like he's adapted and he's adjusted to the game. And this works for them. Chris Paul brings the ball up to court. They run an offense. Actually, both of them can bring the ball up to court. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. And just imagine a mellow in that offense on the on the mid range or in the post. He would dominate. Or just on the on the elbows for threes and corner threes oh and all these things that would look good that he's probably trying to get in OKC that he just can't get because your point guard wants to take 12 three-pointers in the game. Okay. All right. Let's stop talking about the Western Conference. Uh, no, I got one more Western Conference team. One more West. Please, please don't hate on Golden State because, I, I mean, it's enough of that oh. in the thread that I just can't take any more of it. Can't. The hate, the hating the thread on Golden State, man. I, I don't understand it. I mean, I understand. Yeah, you know, it's not, it's not even hate on, on Golden State. This is hate on, on Kevin Durant. No, no. And Draymond no. Green. It's it, you and Draymond. Right. It's hate and on Draymond Green. Draymond. But that's mostly just just though. Draymond <laughs> Dray- <laughs> Green deserves an apology, a written one from from all just the niggas in that thread. Uh, from all of them. Well, y'all heard Devin. All of y'all are are, are going to need to send Draymond Green a handwritten apology. So you can't so type it up. You have to write it in New Times Roman. <laughs> fine needs to be 12. <laughs> 12 fine. Double spaced. <laughs> handwritten. Work cited. Work cited. Hell yeah. <laughs> Look, <laughs> enough. <laughs> one more team, one more Western Conference team that we need to talk about because Ooh. it relates to us as Eastern Conference people. That goddamn Thibodeau and his goddamn minutes on all these kids on this team. <laughs> Didn't we say this, though? Ridiculous. I'm watching this right now. Didn't he, we say this? It's ridiculous. Carl Anthony Towns has not left the floor. What's, what's the time right now? Hold on. It's 6.03. I, I've been watching this this whole time. He's been in the game since eight minutes left in the third quarter. This is your starting center. Joel Embiid looked fresh, ready to go. He gets some time on the bench. Who's only down by six? The Philadelphia 76ers. Not he, down by three. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, has is nobody – well, can't nobody tell him because that's why he took the job yeah. in Minnesota. So he could – nobody would have to tell him shit. Did you hear you? Did you, I know you heard your boy though. Who? I know you heard Jimmy. Like, yeah, it might be time for us to say it something to him about these minutes. And I want to, I want to be like, shut your bitch ass up, <laughs> please. Listen, I need to be coached hard. He's coaching you hard. Accept it. Shut up. I want to hear Jimmy talk about minutes being being too many minutes for him. He's supposed to be. He want to be coached hard. He getting coached hard. Shut up, nigga. Um, <laughs> 
All that whining. Ain't trying to hear it no yeah, more. But, you, but we you, all you got what you wanted. Yeah, you got exactly what you wanted. So don't nobody care about this. But we all felt like this was going to happen, right? We're all Chicago Bulls fans, except for Chris. He had turncoat fucking Spurs. Um, turncoat. <laughs> come on now. <laughs> you ain't never seen my uh, – I wrote my article, The Ten Commandments of, of, of Fandom. Oh, like my one of the God. First, one of the first commandments was that you can't have uh, two goddamn teams. You broke it. You're out of here, Chris. You're done. Yeah, it's like that. I mean – out of the playoffs. Fire. It is like one day after your uh, two days after your one year anniversary. You out of here. Fuck it. You done. <laughs> unless <laughs> unless your team ain't in the playoffs. Because let me tell you something. Boy, when the Packers got eliminated last year, I wanted Atlanta to win that shit so bad. Dre, I swear to God, you'd have thought that I was a Falcons fan all my life. I was hurt when the Niggas gave up that lead to the Patriots. Oh, Twenty eight to three, man. I don't hear enough from nobody in Atlanta forever. <laughs> Wait, hey, set the thick women. Yeah, get, get off, get off my, get off my city's back. Set the thick. Hey, y'all, y'all got some beautiful women down there. I ain't even lie to you, fam. Some beautiful women in Minnesota too at this game. Did they they all wear bloomers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> ain't that what Charles Barkley would say? <laughs> I think we just got. I think we just lost another demographic. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that demographic. They probably voted for Ray Moore anyways. <laughs> I think about to say that. <laughs> but look, yeah, we all knew that Thibodeau was going to do this. This is what he wants to do. He's an old school coach that doesn't um, doesn't believe in fangled things about the body and consistency and minutes hurting and all that shit. He doesn't care. Next guy up. Next guy up. Do your job. You know, he's, you know, it's always going to be that. Do your job. That's just what he does. So, you know, there's nothing surprising here. But what is surprising is that yesterday, Nico and Bobby Portis both scored 20 points. 20, 20 plus points. I think. And the Bulls won, which is a bummer. Dumbass um, shit. But the, the, the one thing that came out of that win is uh, I think it was Chicago Sportsnet had this uh, <laughs> this, this traffic up. It was like one two punch. <laughs> like, like no, you cannot put one two punch up and then have Bobby Porter. Uh, it was almost worth them winning to see that to, to see that graphic up. It was almost worth it. Um, but, that graphics really designer, whoever put that shit. graphic up, is the is the, is the real MVP. Oh, that's but the look, real man, MVP. I think it's okay for them to win a couple games. I, I didn't expect for them to lose every single game, which it seems like it a lot of Bulls crazy. fans expected them to lose every single game. I don't, I don't know why. Know why? <laughs> you thought they were going to lose every single game? But I think it's important for the team, this young team, to win some games. It was not healthy for them to so consistently get leads on teams and then lose the game at the end. Like, that's not good for a young team if you want some of these guys to stay on the team. And all they're doing is blowing leads. You need for them to learn how to win some of those games. I like what Chris Dunn has been doing over the last eight or nine games. He's looked like a very competent NBA point guard. And you want that. You want him to look like a competent basketball player. I want Nico to be good. 
because it just makes it all the better when we trade as much. <laughs> and I think they need to, they're going to end up trading Robin Lopez as they should for more assets, uh, draft picks, whatever, you know, whatever you need or whatever they can get for them. I think they need to do all of that. I, th- I think these guys need to look like good basketball players to get something out of them. Mm-hmm. You can't get anything out of them. What's the purpose of them even being out there? You can't just say, well, we're, we're out here to get the number one draft pick and then see what happens. Like, okay, it took Philadelphia 25 years to become a good basketball team again. They're still only like 12 and 12. So they're not that great. <laughs> like, they're better than they were in the past. But, you know, losing 150 games every year is bad for your culture. So I want to see these young guys get good. Even, even Denzel Valentine has looked good, you know? And you want to see a progression. And then you get Zach Levine back and you get a high draft pick. And maybe it doesn't take you five, six, seven, eight, a decade before you become a good basketball team again. Maybe it just takes you two years. You get another high draft pick and another good basketball player and you see what happens. Calling on you, Lord. Please. Please. I would like to bring us on back home. I want that that Aiden kid. That dude is awesome. I like Colin Sexton. Kid from Alabama, he could. He He's could good too. But did you just see what DeAndre Ayton did to him? <laughs> he put like thirty what? and eighteen on him. <laughs> nah, man. If we keep losing, we should be able to get Marvin Bagley. Hopefully, it's I, something I, my, about my, Bagley. Yeah, my jury is still out on. Him. It's still out on him. There's something about him. Like he seems a tad bit unathletic, maybe. Yeah, he seemed like he he made a few, you know, you know, simple mistakes. And by simple, I don't mean. <laughs> you remember like that he life? Just, he you just got life? a opposable thumb. Simple. Right? <laughs> Is that what you mean? Yeah, you remember in life? Martin was like, "Hey man, can't get right to hit another home run." Eddie Murphy was like, "Yeah, that might be one of them." Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you think it I'm not say that. I'm not gonna say that on the pod. I can't lose any more demographics. I, I really can't. We, we can't afford it. <laughs> you think that's the problem with uh with him? You know, he he be having these moments. He, like I remember, I was watching Kawhi a few years ago take a free throw shot. I was like, "Is that boy? Is that boy unable?" <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know who is unable though. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> that is ridiculous. I'm man. sorry, man. It's just like Evan Turner. You ever look at him like, "Hey, oh my god, don't." I told you, like, man, Evan Turner is like, like a one DNA strand away from a caveman. <laughs> no, you can't really be talking about him. I feel like that nigga got some chromosomes missing. <laughs> it's just one strand away. <laughs> yeah, I'm making a wheel out of a boulder. Oh, <laughs> it's one wheel away. Fire. <laughs> one DNA strand away. I, I couldn't. I could just see myself standing next to Marvin Bagley. I say, dog, you cool? <laughs> he just. He just like wanted to stare. That's oh, making cool, yo. Something wrong with him. Right. It's, it, but it, I'm still not sold on him. I want to see him in tournament, not tournament play, uh, in conference play, and see how he does. Because that's a different beast. Um, look at this. Just got an update. Rockets to sign LeBron. Oh, never mind. Never mind. That was for the next summer. Yeah, they're like the, they're, they're a player to sign LeBron. And I, I mean, I can see it. I would actually like that. I want them to do it. Please sign LeBron. 
Please. So I can never watch basketball again. <laughs> Why you ain't going to never watch basketball again, bro? Yeah, I'm not trying to see that. that that's not even fair. Eastern Conference might as well be a shoe-in. It is a shoe-in. It's a shoe-in for LeBron every damn year. What are you talking about? LeBron is in the finals every year because the Eastern Conference is a trash heap. Speaking of that, see, since you just made a good point, does that devalue LeBron's greatness, the fact that he's walked to the finals every single year? Because Absolutely of the not. Absolutely. That ain't his okay. fault. That's not his fault. LeBron is great. There's nothing you can say about about LeBron's greatness. He's a top ten basketball player of all time. Uh, people have him in his top in their top five. I don't argue that at all. Um, <laughs> top five. <laughs> I, I don't argue it. It's Such hard to argue. Mouth. It's hard to argue yeah. him not being in the top five. He's just not in mine. <laughs> <laughs> he's just not in mine. That's fine. I mean, he's like six or seven. So like, is that like bad? Is it bad that he's six or seven? They getting mad. You know, I mean, he's he's top ten to me. He's not top five, but he's definitely top ten. So no, it doesn't devalue his greatness. Um, okay. You can only play the people that are in front of you, and it's not his fault that the people in front of him are trash. Got it. Not his fault. It'll never be his fault. All you can do is play. He's played. He's dominated for ten years straight. Ain't nothing you can do about it. So people just have to, you know, you just got to deal with it. It just sucks that um that there's nothing in the Eastern Conference that are even capable. And the only team that was capable of beating them just imploded um, in one season. Just absolutely imploded. Who? who? The Indiana Pacers. That team oh, yeah. imploded. Uh, I don't know yeah. who. I don't know who was screwing whose girl. Uh, whatever happened with that team after the second in the second half of the year, where they were, you know, after they took um, what they go seven games with uh, with uh, Miami that year, and then the mm-hmm. following year they were like blowing everybody out in the first half of the season, and then after the All Star break, I don't know what went on with uh, with, um, with with Roy. What, what was that? What's that dude's last name? Can you Roy Hibbert. Roy Hibbert, and what went on with? With PG and all of them, I don't know what it was, but something happened. Something clearly went wrong, and and now here we are. They they imploded, and everybody was getting traded, and everybody was leaving the following year. So, it's not his fault. Yeah, I can't knock LeBron for that. Uh, I I really do think that. I might, I may look at LeBron differently if he goes to Houston. I really do. Oh, why would you not? I mean, come on. How you gonna look differently at him? You just trying to win another championship because of the way it is going, <laughs> the odds of him winning another one slim to none. Partially because my all my side bets was on him going to LA. <laughs> yeah. But that's not looking like the greatest move right now. You know, if we're going to talk about L.A., i say this. Everybody, you remember earlier in the year when everybody was shitting all over Brandon Ingram? That dude is playing. Brandon Ingram, I is he? Is he is playing his ass off lately. You know why? Because all the hype's on, on Lonzo. Yep. That and he's demanding the ball more. He's bringing the ball up the court, actually. As he should be. <laughs> he should be playing the game the same way that KD played the game. Yeah. Is, Could you imagine? Do you think Brandon Ingram tell 
uh, Zoe in practice. Hey, man, give me the ball with your timid ass. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what you do. doing. Come on, Cal. <laughs> I'm sorry, Baylor. I'm sorry. I know you're going to say that your team is so great. That's why I'm talking about them. And they suck ass. Point blank. My bad. I, you know, I, I can't help it. Englewood up to no good. <laughs> Which Englewood? You're talking about the one with the E, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, put in the Shot Town sound belt right there. <laughs> All right. Wait, one quick question, man. Have y'all seen uh, Ben Simmons' free throw stroke? I mean, I've seen like him shoot Oates. in general. It's all bad. He's taking like five jump shots this year, fam. And who does Jim, who does Jimmy think he is, Mike? You beating the the 76ers, man. Calm your ass down. If y'all don't, if you haven't figured it out, we around here don't really care for Jimmy Butler. Man, fuck our favorite player. Damn, God. I mean, that was a very, very aggressive. Yeah, that's right. That was very aggressive. Fam, he out here pounding his chest like he beating prime Kobe in seven games or something. You, you Look, play in the 76 Jimmy, It's Jimmy Butler, dog. Listen, that's who he was when he got there. That's who he was now. That's who he's going to be forever. Jimmy Butler is a diva. Cornball. got a reason to be. What yeah. cornball brother. Damn. All right, but I mean he was swift listening to K kicking ass. Shut, shut up, Drake. Okay, you guys you guys got it. I give you two minutes. Go. Go the man's from, from Tomball, Texas. Might as well be Cornball, Texas. It's corny ass. You Back seen his hair? Like Listen, Jimmy Butler better not ever sniff cocaine with them nostrils he got. <laughs> 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 I'm telling you right now, they're going to have him, they're going to make a 30 for 30 off his black ass if he ever step near that stuff. Well, we already had somebody with nostrils like that that did a shit ton of cocaine. His name was Daryl Strawberry. Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> I thought you said Michael Irvin. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Either one. And you know, sometimes Jimmy Butler be having some he be having some Carlos Boozer moments, faking defensive effort. Yeah. Acting like he's doing some shit, but he really ain't. Let's see what he's gonna do against oh, oh, put that work on him and beat. That's, that's because he doesn't um he doesn't play defense anymore. He hasn't played defense since he became Jimmy B. Buckets. <laughs> since he got the since he got the contract. That's since, he ain't played defense. Since yes. he got the B, he ain't, he he has not played defense. <laughs> no. I blame Stacey King. For giving he, him he gassed beat. him up. <laughs> you should have never gave him that B. I'm saying I'm about to send uh Stacy a tweet. Stacy, you should have never gave him that B. Now the nigga <laughs> don't want to play defense. All he wanted to do was get buckets. <laughs> you you gassed him up. If Jimmy was still on the Bulls, he would have killed killed the uh progressive production of Lori Markinen. Yeah. Oh, easily. Definitely. Yeah. Easily. Now Rondo was still on the like team. A, oh no. That would have helped a lot. Look at oh, oh, four seconds left. Jimmy Butler almost traveled, puts it up. Brick, Brick City, not Dog City. Brick City, <laughs> not Dog City. Taj Butler. Ooh. All right, y'all two minutes. Y'all two minutes ass. of Jimmy Butler haters up. Is there anything? <laughs> is there anything else <laughs> that you fellas wanted to talk about? Uh. uh we got to talk about football real quick. 
What are we talking about? What you want to talk about? What are we talking about? The Mike Mitchell rant. We got to talk about that real quick because that man, somebody gave me some truth serum. Wait, <laughs> I, I forgot what he was talking about. What was he talking about? He was talking about the hits and how defensive oh, yeah, players yeah, yeah, yeah. being flag football and all of that. He was thrashing Andy Dalton, fan. <laughs> Your quarterback throws a bad ball. I was like, ooh, <laughs> that was true. <laughs> You know, I just can't <clears> – I get where Mike Mitchell's coming from. I truly do. I get where he's coming from, where James Harrison's coming from. All of those guys. Cam, Cam Chancellor, all those defensive guys. Uh, I feel probably in the last three years since my youngest son has become <clears throat> a bigger boy. Uh, he's five now, and – I've watched him just progress in just athletics and stuff like that. I've watched some of these games now in a different light. <clears throat> and I I literally, all these games, I rarely watch them to get, you know, excitement from the game. And <clears throat> it's, it's like, you know, as a general fan does, like, oh, man, that's a great play. I'm literally watching every time and saying, like, that shit looked like it really hurt. That isn't natural. That is not what a human being should be doing. <laughs> yeah, I say like, this shouldn't be happening. This shit should not be going on. And then it always accumulates to me saying, there is no way, Fucking way. that yep. I am letting my two little boys play football. Absolutely. Positive. I don't even watch the shit. Hell no. So I, I'm <laughs> definitely not going to allow them to play that sport. Um, but I do, like you said, I, I do understand what they're saying. It's like, there's too much stuff for them to worry about to stay safe because there's too many other things that they need to think about instead of just playing the game. And that's a valid criticism of all the things that's going on. But the problem is the sport itself that they have to try to police it so much to make it safe because it's just not fucking safe. It's not safe. People should not be crashing their brains into other people at like high speeds. You just shouldn't. And you can't tell me otherwise. Nobody can tell me that these are things that should be happening. You just shouldn't do these things. And that's why they're trying to make it so that the game is safer. But in the process, they're making people think about so much that it's not as safe as they would like it to be. They have to think about these things. I just don't understand what they can do to make it any safer. I really don't. I know I have the perfect way for them to make football safe. Stop fucking playing it. Like that's the only I mean, way. That's the only way. The black the folks, way. The black folks, stop playing it, so it's not entertaining anymore. Damn. It's, you know what? Uh, send y'all hate mail. What's your email, Chris? Christian sixteen at gmail dot com. Send it all you want. Are what you the hell is your email? What did you just say? Christian sixteen. Oh Jesus! It's his name. Boy. Yeah. I, his I name. thought he said Christian Brazers. <laughs> 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 okay. All right. Is that anything R. I. P. Else? James. Is that yeah. any- <laughs> I got one quick question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they gonna lock us up. Is thirty five points on twenty nine shots good? Is that a good ratio? Thirty nine points on how many shots? Thirty five points on twenty nine shots. No, that's awful. It's absolutely okay, awful. It's abysmal. So Jimmy does fucking suck, man, right? I mean, I don't like Jimmy either, but I, I'm not going to say he sucks. Jimmy doesn't Smell suck. Smell like fat nose Jimmy to me. Jimmy doesn't <laughs> suck. 
He just is not nearly as good as people made him out to be last year. As he thinks he is. Or as he thinks he is. But a lot of people put him out there to be that good, and he's not. He is a really good second fiddle. He is a great third. That's what he is. Mm-hmm. If he's your third best player on the team, you have a awesome fucking team. If he's your first player on the team, you're not going too far. And I, I consistently said that when he that uh, you know when he was in the Bulls uniform that Jimmy Butler can't be your best player. I consistently said that he can't. And now he's on a team where he's, you know, what sucks is that he probably still is the best player on that Minnesota team because Carl Anthony Towns doesn't play any defense because they play no damn defense. Period. Oh my god, that man is horrible on defensive man, bro. When he does try to play, that team looks completely different. But when he doesn't, they are awful. Did y'all see when they played? Did y'all see when they played the Warriors and how Draymond just like torched him the entire game? I was like, wow, this nigga really sucks. Draymond is he's a a dog city. He's a he's a dog city. (laughs) He's a yeah. special basketball player, so I expect him to do those types of things, especially to a guy like Jimmy Butler. Well, y'all know Justin hate this podcast, all this all this recognition we give him Draymond. <laughs> Sorry. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to endure it. Is there anything else you guys had before we got up out of here? My final words are uh Oh no, 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 no. It had been a while since we did a podcast. You gotta tell us what you're mad about. Oh hell yeah! Oh, <laughs> yeah I don't think you're on here. You weren't on here for the first time we did that. I don't think. I think it was just me, Rob, and Chris. What are you mad about? Who? You or anybody, Chris? What are you mad about? Y'all might want to go first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pissed off. I'm upset. Go, uh, Dev. What are you? I mad shouldn't about? be mad. Yankees just got John Carlos Stanton. I should be happy. But, you know, I got to see people on Twitter mad at the Yankees. How can they do this? Why do they always get the best players? Why don't they ever have to pay anything? Why can't you mind your own goddamn business? Why can't you ask, why can't you ask your shit team why they not making moves like that? Hmm? I'm tired of people always pointing the finger at everybody damn else. Miami, Derek Jeter went to Miami and took over that team for a reason because them trifling ass motherfuckers down there didn't know what the hell they was doing. You gave this kid 300 and some odd, 300 and some odd million dollars and a a huge contract, a stupid ass contract at that where you gave him a no trade clause to pick whatever team he wanted to go to. And then you said, you know what? We don't want the team no more. So what did Derek Jeter do? He said, get that shit on out of here. That's not my contract. That's not something that I signed up for. And he he actually, a lot of people don't want to admit this, especially a lot of Yankee faithful. He actually finessed the Yankees because he gave them the majority of that contract, then got two prospects along with Sterling Castro. And he freed up their bank so that next year they can go out and get free agents. Like Manny Machado, if he don't get traded to the Yankees, I'm praying. That said, it, it's it's so idiotic to me that people think that they have to blame the Yankees. If you were in the major, if you were in Major League Baseball, 
and you want it to be great. There's only a few teams that you want to play for, and I guarantee you the Yankees is one of them. Mind your own damn business. Your nose <laughs> belongs. Your nose belongs on your face and not in the Bronx. I'm gonna stay mad, and I'm gonna keep on slandering because in the coming days I know we are gonna get Manny Machado, and I'm gonna talk some more shit. That's definitely talking all. Definitely about the Yankees. Yet still ain't got no pitching staff. You fucking is you crazy? We got the best bullpen in baseball, niggas. You nuts? Is that a, <laughs> is, is that a pitching staff? It's That's a bullpen. Like shit, and we about to get Michael Farmer. Oh, you know what? Now you got me mad. Now you got me proud. <laughs> I'm about okay, to turn Chris. On your ass. All right, Chris. What what is it that you are mad about? You know what Maybe I'm mad about? No <laughs> Severino, the best young kid in the league. Like, you know what? I'm gonna let you cook. I'm gonna let you cook. You do your motherfucking thing. I'm gonna do your thing. I. You know what, Dre? I'm sorry. This nigga called. Me. He tried to pull my car. That, you know, we could we both agree on one thing. That racist-ass Jake Arrieta is out of Chicago. Get him on out of here. Thank oh, God. God. You sound so like Trump. You go ahead. You do what you got. <laughs> you sound like Trump. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> you know what I'm mad about? The fact that white women love black men so much. No, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they, want a, they want mixed kids so bad with nice curly hair wow, and nice light brown skin. And they're like out here voting 74% for, uh, for that boy more dude. Come on now. Really? Ain't nobody going to download our shit. Ain't no- <laughs> really? <laughs> That's all hey. y'all want? That's all we good for? The kids? That is all we're good for. Y'all don't care about our lives. Y'all don't care about the the success of black men for the kids. No, they don't. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> Shit, they don't. They I really. <laughs> I got a quick story for that. Man, we're really not gonna get me downloads. This is crazy. Listen, listen. When I joined the navy, right? <clears throat> they was like, "What's your ethnicity?" And I was like, "Oh, my mom's black, and my uh, my dad's Hawaiian and German." They were like, oh, okay, just, you know, bringing the information, saying so. I brought in everything. First week of boot camp, looked at my hard card, <laughs> looked at ethnicity. You know what it read? Black male. <laughs> yeah, that's what you are. <laughs> you think they give a shit about all that other shit? <laughs> so these white women got a rude awakening if they're thinking that's, that's what's going to happen. You think consensus come around asking people that shit? No, no. This was a brother that lived at 6704. <laughs> oh, man, I'm trying. I'm trying, Lord. I'm trying to get us some viewers, some hits. Don't call on God now. It's too late. Chris, Chris opened up Pandora's box. All right. So what am I mad about? <laughs> I don't watch football. And I've said this many times over many different podcasts, but I do watch highlights because they pop up. On Twitter. I don't even know who the quarterback was uh, from this past Sunday. But I saw some guy get hit and he was laying on the ground and it looked like he was either having a seizure, getting electrocuted, or was getting a lethal injection. I don't know which one was happening to him. But he was on the ground and he was twitching around like a fish out of water. And that guy got up and I don't know how many plays later it was, but I, also, I saw him in the game after that hit. That pisses me off. Football needs to be stopped. 
it is a fucking problem. When you see a hit like that and a guy twitching around on the ground like that, that's a and he, and he still gets to play the game. Like, like that seems like some neurological problems that maybe you should take precedence over him quarterback in an NFL football team. <laughs> and it doesn't seem like safety really matters. It feels like for the NFL, safety is kind of like like it's a, a facade. Like they want you to think that they care about the safety of the other players, but they really, really don't. Could give a shit and about it. That really pisses me off. Because these are the same guys that are going to be blowing their brains out 15, 20 years from now. Same guys that are going to be, I don't know, drinking themselves to death on drugs, jumping off of buildings, homeless, because they have no goddamn common sense and their brains don't work. And we'll be trying to take care of them years and years and years from now. Because the NFL does not give a shit about them. That's that's what's pissing me off. This has been the According to Sources Podcast. I'm you. Glad you guys and uh you joined us. You know where to find us is A2 Sources on Twitter. It's according to sources at gmail.com. According to sources.com is the website where you can see Sean Covington write about WWE every day. <laughs> um, according to sources is the Facebook page. Um, yeah, and you know we're part of a of a podcast network, the ETMF Podcast Network. There's a bunch of different podcasts on there: video games, uh, movies, obviously sports, pop culture. So you know uh, you could probably go there and find something that you will undoubtedly enjoy. Um, thanks for joining us, Chris, Devin, I'm Dre. We out. Peace. This has been a production of the ETMF Podcast Network. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Also, check out etmfpodcast.com to find more information on all of the shows.